Hey Flyers fans, Andrew Mossberg's joining you again for another Flyers game recap. We're talking about the conclusion of the Flyers five game road trip featuring four games in Western Canada, all of which did not go the Orange and Blacks way. And the conclusion of it, a 5-1 final in Vancouver against the Canucks. Flyers would get one goal. We're not going to play the highlights today, so I'll just kind of break down what happened goal by goal here. Flyers started out this game, out, in fact, at the end of the game, they outshoot the Canucks by a final shot total of 32-24. to 24. Anthony Stolarz got the start in net. He would not be the goaltender to finish. I'll cover that in just a second. But first two minutes of this game, maybe three, four shifts even for the Flyers, I thought they played really well. They brought it to the Canucks just about 20 seconds in. Nolan Patrick, partial breakaway in on Jacob Markstrom, who ended up having a very good night in goal for Vancouver. Patrick's shot would not go in. And then the other side of the ice, 4-13 into the first period. Christopher Tanev scores for Vancouver, beating Anthony Stolarz with a backhander just kind of underneath the right arm. And that was actually Tanev's first goal in over a year. Louis Erickson would score at the 8.09 mark to make it 2-0 Vancouver before Josh Levo made it 3-0. He was just acquired from the Canucks in a trade with the Toronto Maple Leafs a couple weeks ago. Now has three goals with the Canucks since joining that team. And uh, so again... Vancouver up to a 3-0 lead in the first period, but 16-29 mark of the first. Scott Lawton would get an unassisted goal. He would skate up the ice, make it 3-1, and the Flyers having hope there because they didn't give up. Dave Haxtell postgame was saying his guys battled like heck, and I have to agree with him here. I think the Flyers really did try to battle, and Scott Lawton scoring that late goal in the first period gave his team hope. It's a good position to put the Flyers in entering the second period, and then I think for the first half of the second they played well. But uh, at the 12.07 mark in the second, Brock Besser would get a pass up to the point off a of faceoff and uh, just takes a one-timer that sort of a seeing-eye shot. Now, at this point, Brock Besser's goal, and in fact, Josh Levo's goal, the third goal for Vancouver, that went in on Alex Lyons. So Anthony Stolarz, as we track back to that first period, after allowing the second goal to Louis Erickson, it was 2-0 Vancouver. It went to a TV timeout, and then... Anthony Stolar is favoring his left leg, which you have to be careful about because he's had knee surgery twice uh, on that leg. And Stolar's came out of the game, left with injury. The injury has not confirmed the status of the injury or Stolar's himself in a timetable. None of that is confirmed. They're gonna, the team is going back to Philadelphia. Uh, and I imagine at that point answers will come. But Alex Lyon came in. You'll remember he was called up and actually joined the team out in Western Canada. He didn't originally fly out with the team. He joined them after Michael Neuvert was rushed back to Philadelphia for the expected birth of his child. So Lyon ends up getting action here. I mentioned Josh Levo made it 3-0 back in the first. That was a goal on Lyon. Brock Besser, 12.07 into the second. And then the Flyers again trying to battle in the third period. They had a couple of power plays in the third. End up going 0-4 for 4 on the man advantage in this game against Vancouver. And then uh, Flyers made a little bit of a bold move. They had the power play. And then Dave Haxtell elected to pull his goaltender with about five minutes to go. And it ended up being in the back of the net. Marcus Granlin, his sixth of the season, empty net goal. And that made it 5-1 Vancouver, which is where it ended. Flyers had 32 shots on goal. Vancouver with 24. I mentioned Scott Lawton getting a goal. That was his seventh of the season, unassisted. So Jake Voracek's seven-game point streak ends in this game. He had 21 minutes and 31 seconds of time on ice. That was second in the forward group. Sean Couturier led the TOI for forwards with 22.02. And the overall minutes leader, Ivan Provorov, always tends to eat him up with 24.34. Anthony Stolar is getting the loss 
in goal here. He ended up making two saves on four shots before leaving with injury. Alex Lyon finished and made 17 of 19 stops. And Jacob Markstrom making 31 saves on 32 shots. So the way this road trip ends, you kind of are a little surprised maybe because it started out really well for the Flyers. They went down 2 nothing against the Buffalo Sabres a week ago, but they battled back six unanswered goals for a 6-2 win. And then once they flew north of the border, that's when things began to change. Just a day later, they lost 7-1 to the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, then a 6-5 overtime loss to the Calgary Flames. They were up in that game by two goals and just kind of a heartbreaking loss that ended with Johnny Gaudreau scoring in overtime. The Flyers did get a point out of it, so for what that's worth. Connor McDavid then with a three-point night against the Flyers on Friday, a 4-1 win for Edmonton, and now the 5-1 loss to the Vancouver Canucks. So you take a look here, the Flyers at the end of this road trip, they're 12-15-4. They have 28 points. They gained three points on this trip, and I think one of the other scary things for the Flyers is you take a look around the Metropolitan Division just on Saturday night alone, and just about everybody getting points. The Islanders win in overtimes, they get two points. Pens win in overtime, they get two points. Caps, overtime, two points for them. Blue Jackets got an overtime loss. Devils got an overtime loss. Everybody besides the Flyers in the Metropolitan Division getting points on Saturday, and the Flyers 31 games into this season still stuck at 12 wins. They're trying to find a resolve. They are battling in these games. I don't disagree with Dave Haxtell. I think his team is bringing an effort, but it's just not enough, it seems, each and every game. So the Flyers are going to hope that as they go back home, they end this road trip, try to put it in the rearview mirror. They have a three-game homestand coming up before the holiday break. They'll play Tuesday against the Detroit Red Wings, Thursday hosting the Nashville Predators, and then they end that homestand Saturday afternoon against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Detroit not in a playoff spot, but they're playing better, and the Predators and Blue Jackets are in playoff position. They are very good. Then they'll go to the road against the New York Rangers the day after Saturday, so Sunday they play the Blue Jackets Saturday at home, play the Rangers on the road Sunday, and then a couple of days off. For the holiday break, the Flyers are hoping that before they get to Christmas, they can be on the right track and back on track to the success that's expected of them this season. I want to remind you that Santa Sacks are still available. Time is running out in order to get them by Christmas. Starting at $170, you can get two Flyers tickets to a future game. You'll get an autographed puck, a gritty holiday ornament, and this year is a bonus, two lower-level tickets to a Philadelphia Wings lacrosse game. They actually just had their first game at Wells Fargo Center on Saturday. Big hit there, and you can come out and see the new professional lacrosse team in Philadelphia. Call 215-218-PUCK or log on to PhiladelphiaFlyers.com to get your Santa sacks. Also, don't forget to follow us right here on Flyers Radio 24-7 on Twitter at Flyers Radio 247 for the exclusive content such as Broadcasters Roundtable, Flyer Buzz, Full Game Replays, and more. Until next time, that's it for this game recap. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Andrew Mossbrooks, and for all things Flyers, keep listening right here on Flyers Radio 24-7.